sparks are appearing across Kentucky. Students, educators, and citizen leaders strike a light as they spearhead next-generation initiatives. Their ideas will illuminate the path to Kentucky's future. We follow the light of these sparks to bring you the stories behind them. This is the Innovation Update. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Innovation Update. My name is Josh Raymer. I'll be your host today. With me today is Mr. Corey Alderdice, Assistant Director for Admissions and Public Relations for the Gatton Academy of Mathematics and Science in Kentucky. Corey, thanks for being here. Hey, it's a pleasure to join you today. Uh, Corey is one of the people responsible for securing a new J. Graham Brown Foundation grant, which will help fund a new statewide initiative called Innovate Kentucky. Now, Innovate Kentucky uh, seeks to increase awareness of and enthusiasm for the STEM disciplines in the bluegrass. And the STEM disciplines are science, technology, engineering, and math. Now, Corey, where did an idea for an initiative like this begin? Sure, happy to answer that. Uh, Last year, the J. Graham Brown Foundation, located out of Louisville, uh, opened up a request for proposal program for the first time to public institutions of higher learning here in Kentucky. Uh, At the time, the Center for Gifted Studies, the Gatton Academy, and the Honors College at WKU were approached to make WKU's first application for uh, funding opportunity from the Brown Foundation. The reason that that these partners came together uh, in many respects are are that we believe they form what uh, President Ranstone likes to call the intellectual heartbeat of the Commonwealth. Uh, The Center for over 30 years has been providing uh, opportunities and programs for gifted and talented young people, their parents, and educators. The Gatton Academy, now in its fifth year, uh, is a residential high school located here on WKU's campus for students interested in advanced careers in the STEM subjects. And the Honors College at WKU is Kentucky's only independent honors college and is certainly doing a a wonderful job engaging talented students at the the undergraduate level. So it certainly made a a great deal of sense to bring together uh, these three groups who who do such a tremendous job working with high-ability young people um, to help begin the conversation about innovation, which was really at the heart of the, the Brown Foundation's proposal. Uh, So the idea came forth uh, after doing a little bit of research uh, that we wanted to develop an initiative that would promote innovation on a variety of different levels. Uh, But the idea was to to find a way to uh, draw from the individual strengths of the center, the Honors College, the Gatton Academy, and also some of the uh, outstanding things going on with the Center for Research and Development at WKU. Uh, So tapping into the strengths of those programs to... Uh, come up with some unique outreach opportunities. Why was there a need for uh, an increase in STEM interest in the state of Kentucky? Uh, You know, there are are numerous studies out there talking about uh, how each state in the the nation fares in terms of a a variety of STEM metrics. Um, You know, the the Council on Post-Secondary Education STEM Task Force in 2007 uh, released a report called Kentucky STEM's Imperative competing in the global economy. And uh, certainly one of the big things uh, in their eight recommendations was to energize and fund a statewide public awareness campaign that would help Kentuckians understand the critical importance of STEM to their own economic competitiveness and certainly to that of the Commonwealth. 
uh, as well. Uh, but I, I think one of the great examples is the, the 2010 State New Economy Index. Uh, and there are some really powerful metrics there that, that shows Kentucky has a, a really big way to go in terms of being a, not only a leader in, a, in innovation, but also in workforce development. Um, so I think some of the compelling figures from there, uh, Kentucky ranks number 46 in the nation in number of patents issued, 43rd in the number of scientists and engineers, 43rd in the number of high-tech jobs, 42nd in the amount of non-industry uh, investment in research and development, 42nd in R&D, uh, in alternative energy, and then uh, 42nd in venture capital. Uh, I mean, that, that end of the scale is certainly where you don't want mm -hmm. to be as a state. Uh, and I think one of the keys here is to get a conversation going about where Kentucky is now, where Kentucky certainly wants to be mm -hmm. in this young century, and what kind of talent development it's going to take to, to get us there uh, as quickly as possible. Yeah, now that we know a little bit of background, kind of understand why there is a need uh, for STEM awareness in Kentucky. What are some major components of Innovate Kentucky that will help address that need? There are several different projects that, that are taking place as part of the, the Innovate Kentucky program. And again, as I said before, they're tailored to some very specific audiences. Uh, again, going out of that major set of recommendations is a statewide public relations campaign. Uh, and that will be taking place under the banner of Innovate Kentucky. Uh, the idea here is to reach out to uh, as wide an audience as possible throughout the state on the importance of innovation about, again, as I said, where Kentucky stands right now and certainly where it is we'd like to see the state going uh, in the next several years. Uh, but more specifically, uh, there are programs targeted to students at uh, the middle, uh, high school, and undergraduate level. Uh, the first is the, the Pathways to Innovation program, uh, which will be overseen by the, the Center for Gifted Studies here at Western Kentucky University. Uh, that program will tap into what's going on with the summer program for verbally and mathematically precocious youth, or more affectionately known as VAMPI here on campus. Uh, and in that program, uh, students in 7th to 10th grade will have the opportunity to participate in one of three new seminars in innovation. And uh, those courses will eventually focus on mobile applications development. Uh, certainly, as more and more folks have smartphones in their mm -hmm. pocket and the power uh, that those apps can can have and the things that... <clears throat> excuse me, and the things that they can accomplish, uh, I, I think one of the greatest skills young people can learn is to how to program for those platforms. Uh, a second uh, course will focus on invention. Actually, the name of that course this summer is called Rube Goldberg Engineering. Uh, so you might be familiar with the concept of Rube, Gold, Rube Goldberg machines, which uh, you know are highly elaborate contraptions that, that perform tasks. And so getting students to think creatively using kind of those devices. Uh, and then finally, uh, the, the third course will focus on sustainability. And uh, certainly there is uh, really not many topics of greater importance right now on the minds of folks than uh, sustainable practices, alternative energies, and, and the like. Uh, so those programs focus within the, the context of the Pathways to Innovation program. Uh, now on the university level, uh, in winter 2013, uh, we'll offer for the first time the Winter Colloquium in Innovation, which will be targeted to uh, Gatton Academy, Honors College, and other uh, talented students at WKU. Uh, and that will provide them a three-week window in the middle of the year to engage with folks who have you know, taken the entrepreneurship route, who uh, can help students actualize ideas for uh, businesses or products or services, 
and uh, give them the skills necessary to become entrepreneurs in their own right. Uh, and so we think that'll be a, a great time to set aside from you know, everything else going on in the academic year uh, when you don't have to worry about classes or tests or other things going on to, to take that great idea you've had in the back of your mind for a while and just find the time uh, to, to make it happen really and to have the support to make it happen as well. Uh, and then finally, the, the last component uh, is the WKU Student Incubator, and uh, that will be happening via what's going on at the Center for Research and Development here at WKU, uh, and will give students that are looking more long-term in bringing their ideas to actualization, uh, the resources, the facilities, the, the spaces um, to make those things happen as well. So obviously there are a lot of efforts with Innovate Kentucky that are aimed at students, um, but does this initiative target anyone else besides students? I certainly think there are tons of uh, folks that, that can really help carry this message uh, beyond the students. And, and it certainly starts with them, uh, to say the least, because they will be the leaders and innovators uh, going forward for the state. But I think right now we, we've definitely got to engage current leaders in business and industry, uh, those folks who have already made great efforts to bring uh, opportunities to Kentucky that are leading the discussion already uh, in innovation, in business, in practice uh, right now. And so gaining their support and, and having them equally serve as advocates for, for the message of Innovate Kentucky uh, is extremely important. Certainly we'll be looking for, for thought leaders and decision makers in uh, the state legislature in Frankfurt uh, who are, are tasked with uh, the mission of, of guiding the state, of setting policies that are conducive to growth and development. Uh, I think you've got to work out with uh, educators as well um, who can instill in young people the, the importance of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Uh, and for those that even don't work in STEM fields, those that draw interdisciplinary connections from the arts, humanities, uh, to see the, the science and art and the art and science, if you will, on it. Uh, and help young people understand what a, what a great kind of career path to embrace there. Uh, and then certainly parents as well, too, who uh, engage their students outside of the classroom. So we really think from the students all the way up to the, the current leaders and, and at all points in between uh, that there is a, a part of this message that should resonate with them and uh, a great way to get them involved in the, the role of innovation here in Kentucky. Absolutely. And that all gets into one of the major themes that we've kind of seen with Innovate Kentucky, which is this idea of, of carrying the spark. What does it mean to, to carry the spark? You know, so many great things happen uh, with the smallest first instance. Uh, a fire can be lit with something as tiny as a spark. Uh, you know, a great computer program begins with a single line of code. Uh, An education starts with, with kindergarten. Uh, and so what may seem as something small at, at the very beginning quickly uh, blossoms and flames up into uh, great ideas. Uh, and so, you know, we think that every person in the Commonwealth, again, from students to, to leaders and all points in between, have that potential to carry a spark. Uh, and it's our goal simply, uh, if they're carrying that spark, to help ignite it, um, to build that enthusiasm. And uh, really, at the end of the day, a, a flame is nothing more than a bunch of combined sparks. And so uh, getting everyone to collaborate, to help share this message, and, and ultimately to help set uh, the, the fire for uh, innovation here in Kentucky. Absolutely. That's what we're going for. And, and with this initiative and this idea of carrying the spark, uh, how do you hope this, this initiative ultimately impacts Kentucky's future? 
You know, I think one of the other compelling statistics from the, the 2010 New Economy Index is where Kentucky ranks on innovation capacity. Now, certainly they have that defined as a combination of industry, R&D, venture capital, number of scientists and engineers. Um, but I, I think we're looking at innovation capacity in, uh, in a different light, in a much more uh, human and perhaps even idealistic light. Um, you know, whether it's a, a kid growing up uh, on a farm in western Kentucky, uh, a kid in, living in inner Louisville, or, uh, or a young person in uh, the Appalachian foothills, uh, we think each and every single one of those young people has the capacity to be an innovator. Uh, they just need the opportunity to do so. Uh, and again, that happens from a, a combination uh, of sources within schools, within communities, within business and industry um, to make that happen, to have that responsibility, to carry that spark, if you will. Uh, and so it's the hope of this program that will be the starting point. Certainly, we're not the first to embrace this message, and I sincerely hope we're not going to be the last. Uh, but we want to be one of the most vocal points of contact uh, for what innovation means not only to those young people, uh, but certainly to the Commonwealth as well. Well said. Um, and, and, Corey, thank you for being with us today and explaining that, uh, you know, the initiative and its background and its goals so well. The Innovation Update will continue as a component of Innovate Kentucky. Check back regularly to hear the stories of innovators carrying the spark across Kentucky, which will include everyone from students developing new technologies to some of the most accomplished STEM practitioners in the state. Again, thank you for being with us today, and we hope you will join us again on the Innovation Update.